5, starting from verse 4. 1 John chapter 5, starting from verse 4. I want to say thank you to Pastor Cody for letting me preach tonight for him. And uh, the Lord bless him and his family and his ministry continuously. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 1 John chapter 5, starting from verse 4. The Bible says, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Amen? And who is the one who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Amen? You know, the way you're going to have victory, the way you're going to overcome everything in this world by your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to believe first that Jesus Christ is same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And he died for your sins on the cross 2,000 years ago. And he has defeated the devil, death and sin indeed. And he is risen and he is coming back. Amen? You need to have that faith and confidence and trust that Jesus is your Lord. Amen? Jesus is your healer. Jesus is your deliverer. Jesus is your provider. And he is your high priest. And he is your great I am. And he is the captain of your salvation. And he is the baptizer into the Holy Spirit. And when you have this kind of faith and confidence and believe that you can have this victory, it's going to come to you. You can walk in this victory. Amen? You can be a victory believer and you can be a overcomer wherever you go, whatever you're facing, whatever the opposition or pressure you might have in the days to come or whatever it is, let me tell you, this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? You are a victory believer. You are a overcomer by the blood of Jesus Christ. And one of the ways you can have this victory, you begin to speak to yourself every day. When you get up in the middle of the night to drink water, when you get, when you get up in the middle of the night thinking how I'm going to pay this bill, when you, when you get up in the morning, the thoughts are bombarding your mind, how things are going to work out. Is this going uh, is, is to be favorable towards my side? Those are the times you need to say, bless God, the Bible says, this is the victory that overcomes the world. And I have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And He is my Savior. He is my deliverer. He is my provider. And He is my healer. I am a victory believer as I go to work this morning. I'm a victory believer as I drink a cup of water in the middle of the night and go back to sleep, that you tell yourself, I have victory in Jesus. Amen? That's what you need to have, that mindset every day, every night, every moment of your life, that you know what, bless God, no matter what you see on the TV, what's going on around the world, even what's happening to other people, you need to have this mindset I am a victory believer. And I overcome the world because Jesus has overcome the world for me. Amen? Amen? Jesus has overcome sickness and disease. Jesus has overcome premature death. Jesus has overcome debt. And Jesus has overcome sickness of depression, mental illness, whatever the cancer it is, whatever is going on, You need to know that you have victory in Jesus because Jesus has defeated the enemy and the death and sickness and depression and poverty. And you can have victory in Jesus wherever you go, whatever you're facing in your life right now. Amen? You are a victory believer. You are a victory believer. That's what you need to have that mind and that thinking every day. I am a victory believer in Jesus' name. And I'm going to overcome 
Because Jesus has overcome the world for me. Right? Jesus has overcome cancer. Jesus has overcome depression. Jesus has overcome doubt and unbelief. Jesus has overcome for unforgiveness. Jesus has overcome whatever you're facing. He has overcome everything on the cross 2,000 years ago. And He's risen and He's coming back. And I want you to remember tonight, no matter what's going on, remember, you have victory in Jesus. You have victory in Jesus. Let's turn to Joshua chapter 14. Joshua chapter 14. And let's read one of the victory. You know, if you want to know somebody who walked in victory all their life and conquered in their latter years, Let's, let's, let's read somebody, let's discover somebody who lived all their life in the victory and conquered even in his latter years. And uh, we're going to find out, we're going to find out what he did in Joshua chapter, in Joshua chapter 10, 14, sorry, Joshua chapter 14. Joshua chapter 14, starting from verse 10, the Bible says, Now behold, the Lord has let me live. This is regarding Caleb in the Bible. You know, there were 12 spies went to scout the land when the Lord said to them, Go and look at the land which I'm going to give it to you. Out of the 12 guys, only two people came with a good report. And the only those two people are Caleb and Joshua. And we're talking about Caleb here. In verse 10, in Joshua 14, verse 10, the Bible says, Now behold, the Lord has let me live just as he spoke these 45 years. For the time that the Lord spoke this word to Moses, when Israel walked in wilderness, and now behold... I am 85 years old. I'm still as strong today as I was in the day Moses sent me. As my strength was then, so my strength is now for war and for going out and coming in. Amen? For going out and coming in. He's 85. And he still has the same strength. And he's not looking for a daycare, a nursing home. He's not looking for a rocking chair to drink sweet tea in the backyard. He's not looking for to retire. But he's saying to Joshua, you know what? When I was 45, the Lord spoke to me that he's going to give me this mountain. The Lord said he's going to give us the promised land. And today, I'm 85, and all these years, the Lord has kept me. All these years, the Lord has kept me from the giants, from the enemies, from the desert storm, from whatever is going on. The Lord has kept Caleb. The Lord has kept Caleb. Can you imagine somebody, when God spoke to him, when he was in his 40s, and he still kept that word in his heart. When he turned 85. That's faith. That's confidence. Mm -hmm. That's trust. On the promises of God. That you know what? Bless God. No matter how long it's going to take. Bless God. What? How many desert storms I have to go through. And how many times I have to see the generations. You know. Die. And they're not entering into the promised land. I'm going to believe what my heavenly father has spoken to me. And I'm going to stand on the word of Christ, my Lord Jesus. And I'm going to walk with the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to take those mountains. I'm going to take those mountains. I'm going to take those hills. I'm going to defeat those giants. I'm going to defeat depression. I'm going to defeat fear. I'm going to defeat not having enough. I'm going to defeat this family generational things. Uh, You can put a stop. You can put a stop because you are a victory believer. If Caleb in the Old Testament not having enough light and revelation 
on what Jesus did for us, if he can live for 85 years with that faith and confidence, you and I can do better than him. You and I can do better than him instead of looking for a rocking chair or trying to have a backup plan or find a nursing home. You can say to the Lord, you know what, bless God. You said you have an inheritance for me in Christ Jesus and I'm going to take my inheritance. I'm going to fully walk in your your blessing. I'm going to fully walk in your divine health and your healing in my life and I'm going to believe God because... The Bible says in Luke chapter 4, uh, Luke, Luke chapter 4, that the, the, the ear of the acceptable ear of the Lord, the acceptable ear of the Lord in Luke chapter 4, the Spirit of God was upon Jesus to heal people, to set people free, and to cast out the evil spirits. And also the Bible says to proclaim the acceptable ear of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That means wiping out your debts. That means cleaning up your medical bills. And your school loans. Whatever you did. And that's part of your inheritance in Christ Jesus. Amen. You should not settle down for average life. You should not settle down because something happened to so and so. You need to look into what the Bible says about you. You know, Joshua, Joshua and Caleb, they never looked and see how the ten, other ten spices and their families and their generations vanished away. They only kept what God has spoken to them, especially to Caleb. When God spoke to Caleb in his 40s, he kept that word in his heart and he said, you know what? I still have. I still remember what God has told me through Moses and I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm 85. And I'm st- I have the same st- strength when I was in my 40s. I have the same spirit of faith when I was in my 40s, even now, to go and come back. To go and come back. To go to war and come back. And eat a good steak dinner. Or whatever they eat at that time. But whatever you can eat. Right? To go and come back. Amen? Amen? And let's read uh, verse 12. Uh, we're still in Joshua chapter 14, verse 12. Now then, give me this hill country, about which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard on that day that Anakim were there with great fortified cities. Perhaps the Lord will be with me, and I will drive them out as the Lord has spoken. Forty years ago, God has spoken to him that he will drive out those giants. And he still remembers when he turned 85. That's faith. That's the spirit of faith. And you all have it in you. If you believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have that spirit of faith in you. As you spend time with God every day. As you chew on this book, instead of chewing on tobacco, instead of chewing on unforgiveness, lack, or depression, thinking too much on the negative side, let's chew on the word of God. Let's chew on the word of God every day. When the fear comes, you need to say, I'm chewing 2 Timothy 1.7. God says that he has not given me the spirit of fear. But my God says that he has given me his love and his power and sound mind. And I'm going to dwell on it today. I'm going to dwell on it as I go to bed tonight. And that's what I'm going to live on as I go to work. Whatever is going on at work, I'm going to maintain myself. I'm going to put my attention that bless God, that God has given me sound mind. Sound mind so you can make right decisions when you face pressure at the workplace. Sound mind when you can have the mind of Christ and say, you know what, bless God, I'm going to put a stop this, to this drama in my family and I'm going to have sound mind in this situation. Amen? 
And you, you can have sound mind in your marriage. So your, your wife and your husband, uh, so not, not escalating all these arguments and unnecessary things, you can put a stop and say, I have the mind of Christ in this marriage. I'm putting a stop to this. Amen? Amen. And then you have the power of God. Then you have the power of God to break the yoke in your life. Amen? Amen. The power of God will break the yoke in your life so you don't need to struggle anymore how you used to struggle before. And you say, the power of God is working in my life. The power of God is working in my finances. The power of God is working in my marriage. The power of God is working in my children. They're going to come back and serve the Lord Jesus. The prodigals are coming, coming back to Jesus. Amen? This is what you need to speak over yourself every day. And this is how you're going to have victory. You're going to have victory in Jesus. You will be a victory believer if you spend time and chew on what the Bible says about you. So that you can still say to the Lord Jesus, you know what? God, give me that mountain. Help me to pay off this debt. Help me to take care of this situation. And live in victory in my life so that I don't need to be an average person. But I can be extraordinary by the, by the inheritance in Christ Jesus. By what Christ has offered to me on the cross 2,000 years ago. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 1 that Father has pleased with Jesus that he put everything under the subjection of Jesus. So if you are a born again Christian, you have Jesus in your life. And because the Bible says he's the head and we are the body, you can walk in the same power, in the same blessing what Jesus is offering to you. Amen. Amen? The Bible also says in Colossians 1 that Jesus upholds everything by him in this world and in the ages to come. All the power, all the majesty, all the glory, all the victory, all the dominion, everything on this earth, everything in heaven belongs to Lord Jesus. And if you belong to Jesus Christ because he is your head and we are, you are his body, you can walk in the same victory. You can walk in the same majesty. You can walk in the same dominion what Jesus has given to you. Amen? This is how you're going to live in victory every day. Amen? When you have a troubling thought, when you get a text message about so and so, when you watch something on the news that affects you, you need to put your attention on the what Bible says. That you have the mind of Christ. You are walking in His power. And you are walking in His love. You know, the Bible also says that even the death cannot separate from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Amen? Paul is saying to the church at Rome... I'm convinced that even hunger, even destitution, even the uh, angels or demons or anything in this world shall not separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Amen? That's confidence. That's faith. That's being sure inside and being outside. You know what? Bless God. God is going to keep me because He loves me. Bless God, God is going to keep me alive and sustain me because His power continue to work in my life. Amen. Amen? Amen? Bless God, I have the mind of Christ. I'm going to cast every care upon Him. Right? I'm going to cast every care upon Him. And if you would please put this scripture on the screen, uh, Psalms 55, Psalms 55, we'll look at this passage in Amplified Classic. Psalms 55, we'll be back to Joshua 14, but uh, I want to obey the Lord here with this scripture. Psalms 55, verse 22, verse 22, in Amplified Classic, if you don't have one, uh, please listen to this. 
55 verse 22. Cast your burden on the Lord, releasing the weight of it, and he will sustain you. Amen? Amen. He will never allow the consistently righteous to be moved, made to slip, fall, or fail. Amen? Cast your burden on the Lord, releasing the weight of it, and he will sustain you. Right? The word sustain, when you study, it means that God is your provider. God is your defender. God protects you. God guides you. And God keeps you. That's the word sustain means, but you have a job. You need to cast your cares upon him. Every weight of the thought you have regarding a lost loved one, regarding your marriage, regarding your finances, regarding your health, regarding the future of your, uh, our nation, regarding whatever you're dealing with, cast everything upon the Lord. When you cast everything on Jesus, you know, you're, you're, you're saving yourself from stomach ulcers, from blood pressure, getting old in anger age, and uh, uh, other multiple health problems. You're, you're, you're helping yourself so that you're not thinking too much and handling your, in your own strength, but you're casting on him. When you do that, He's going to sustain you. He's going to sustain your marriage. He's going to sustain your finances. He's going to sustain your children to serve God. And he's going to sustain our nation. And he's going to sustain our city. And he's going to sustain things at workplace when we cast everything upon the Lord Jesus. Amen? And notice what the Bible says here. Uh, uh, in, in Amplified, verse 22, Psalms 55, cast your burden on the Lord, releasing the weight of it, and he will sustain you. And notice, he will never allow, he will never allow the consistently righteous. And this is where your faith has to come. Consistency. Consistency is very important. You can have a great day, But the next day when you get up, you need to have consistency. Starting your time in the word of God. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Worshipping God. Speaking the word of God over yourself. And walking in love. And overcome unforgiveness. You know, when you do this consistently, God is going to sustain you. And notice what it says in Amplified. Uh, the, the consistently righteous to be moved, made to slip, fall, or fail. So you will never fail if you cast everything on him. Because he's going to sustain you. Amen? He's going to sustain you so that you will never fail as you put your burdens on the Lord Jesus. Right? And uh, maybe somebody needs to hear it, so uh, take it. Take it, put it into practice as the Lord deals with you. But let's go back to Joshua chapter 14. Joshua chapter 14. And uh, let's finish up here. Joshua chapter 14. So in verse 13, the Bible says, So Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, for an inheritance. Notice that, inheritance. Therefore, Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, until this day, because, notice this, he followed the Lord God of Israel fully. In order to live a longevity of life, to live in victory, it's very important to follow God, to follow God with all your heart. Right? You cannot, you cannot have good day for a month and two months and just go back, you know, how you were, you know, ten years ago. That's where the consistency comes. 
You know, the, I, I know, I know some people. When you see them, they're great, but we don't see them <laughs> living in the same victory after a few months. That's called consistency. <coughs> no matter what's happening, the storms of life will come to anybody. But how you react and what you have inside will come out. What you have inside will come out. And if you notice, the reason why Caleb was able to have the spirit of faith in him, he was able to conquer that hill country and defeat those giants, and he was able to say to Joshua, you know what, what God has spoken to me 40 years ago through Moses, I'm still keeping that word in my life, and bless God, no matter how many people die, bless God how long the time has been, bless God how those big giants are there, I'm going to believe what the Bible says about me. I'm going to believe what God has spoken to me, and I'm going to go and conquer, and I'm going to take that hill country, and I'm going to enjoy my inheritance in Christ Jesus. That's faith. That's the spirit of faith working in you and I when we have this kind of confidence, this kind of mindset, and when we have this attitude of victory in us that, you know what, you can, you can be a victory believer wherever you go. You can be a victory believer wherever you go, right? You know, one of my favorite uh, uh, people I like is uh, uh, Winston Churchill, uh, Prime Minister of England. This was during uh, World War II. And, uh, you know, uh, th this fellow Hitler, he was almost at the English Channel to try to take over things. And uh, uh, he just got appointed as a Prime Minister, Winston Churchill. They were at a crucial point in their nation. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, not everybody was on, on Winston Churchill's side because he's a rough guy. He's a rad radical, maybe a little bit. So they were all checking him out and make sure, you know, how he's going to do it. But, uh, but, you know, by the grace of God, you know, end of the day, you know, they all backed him up and they were able to not to sign a treaty with uh, Hitler and not to, you know, make this peace treaty. But they said, you know what, we're going we're gonna to fight. We're going to fight on the beaches, on the landing grounds. We're going to fight and we're going to have victory. Victory is what he said. Amen. Victory. And whatever he said, that's what they had. Whatever he said, that's what they had. And after the, after the war, uh, a, a school principal invited Winston to come to uh, the school and speak to the students. And uh, the principal told the students, gentlemen, today you're going to hear one of the famous and you know, best uh, people you ever heard before. So make sure you have a note, uh, a book and a pen in your hand and so they were all waiting on Winston Churchill to come and speak to them and Winston takes the podium and he says these three things gentlemen never quit never quit and never quit thank you for your attention and he walks away <laughs> right never quit never quit on what the Bible says about you Never quit what God is speaking to you. Yeah. Never quit your local church. Yeah. Never quit your prayer life. Yeah. Never quit what God has spoken to you a few years ago. It might seem like the time is running out and things are not being favorable, but you need to have this attitude of faith and spirit of faith in you and say, God, I'm ready to take that. God, I'm ready to receive it. God, I'm ready to show that I'm consistent in my faith every day. I'm consistent with you. I'm casting everything upon you. And I thank you for sustaining me. I thank you for sustaining me as I live for you. You know, one of the, one of the secrets of Caleb, it's not a secret anymore, but he completely followed the Lord all the days of his life. When you do that, the devil cannot whip you. When you do that, there is no room for the enemy to harass you. When you do that, 
the blessing of God will rain upon you. And you're going to have days of heaven upon this earth in your family. Days of heaven upon this earth in our church. Days of heaven in our nation. Days of heaven in in your city, wherever you live. You can have victory and days of heaven on this earth. Amen? Amen. And I, I encourage you, I encourage you, you know, let, let God speak to you. Whatever, whatever you, you need, let God speak to you. And notice what happened, what happened in verse 15, Joshua 14. The Bible says, now the name of the Hebron was formerly Kiriath Arabah, for Arabah was the great man among the Anakim, then the land had rest from war. Amen. The land was rested from war. That means he conquered the land. He got the hill country. He defeated the giants. And he lived a long life. He lived a long life. Right? Two things, if I can uh, point at you tonight. Let's walk with Jesus every day. With our whole heart. With our whole heart. That's the secret of Caleb. He completely followed the Lord with all his heart. Number two, what God has spoken to him, he kept in his heart. No matter how the time went by, how he saw people dying and not entering into the promised land, he completely kept the word of God in his heart and said, you know what, I'm ready today as I was in my 40s and I'm 85. I'm ready to go to war. I'm ready to fight. And I'm ready to take my country. And I'm ready to take my position and my inheritance, what God has promised to me through the words of Moses. I'm ready to take. I'm ready to take. Amen? Amen? I'm ready to take. And this is the victory we need to walk in, in everyday life. And we need to ready to take our nation. Right? You know, uh, I, 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 you know, uh, I'm not a prophet, but you know, as you spend time with God, God will speak to you and He'll give you words uh, personally for yourself. And this is, you know, I, we were praying together, my wife and I, other day, and uh, we, we were taking Lord's communion at the house other day. You should do that because the Bible says, you know, do this as often you can. That's what Jesus said. And, uh, in, and the Lord spoke to us and... Uh, and th- this is interesting, and it, it might not really apply to you. If, if it is not, you know, just don't think too much about it. But uh, let, let me share this with you. It's, it's, in, it's in Isaiah chapter, Isaiah chapter 66. Isaiah chapter 66, uh, verse 6. Let's read that uh, in, uh, in, in New American Standard as well as, you know, whatever you're reading. And Amplified Classic also. Isaiah 66, verse 6. A voice of uproar from the city. A voice from the temple. The voice of the Lord who is rendering recompense to his enemies. Let me read that in Amplified Classic, verse 6. Hark, an uproar from the city. A voice from the temple. The voice of the Lord rendering recompense to his enemies. Right? And this is what we're praying. You know what? God is watching everything what's going on in our nation. God is watching everything what's going around the world. And as the church of Jesus Christ, as we take our place in authority in Jesus, as we pray how we need to pray, standing in the gap and pray for our nation, for the lost, for our cities and for our churches, I'm telling you, 2022 will be an ear of God's voice in this nation. Will be a roar of the line of the tribe of Judah. The line of tribe of Judah is not has been silent, but God is waiting and he's going to recompense. He's going to recompense the enemy and he's going to recompense every wicked act in our nation, in, in our cities, in, in, even, you know, we need, to be, we need to be judging ourselves, how we're living. Are we living right? 
Are we consecrating ourselves to the Lord and doing everything what we need to do because there's a judgment going on right now. And God is going to recompense the nations, the people, and especially the church. But God's voice is still going to stand in your life. And he is going to roar continuously because we belong to the line of the tribe of Judah and he has the, the right roar. You know, the enemy can roar. It's not the right one. But God has the right roar. And when he roars, you have victory. When he roars, your debts are being paid. When he roars, the prodigals are coming back. When he roars, the sick are being healed. When he roars, depression is gone and people are setting free. When he roars, there is no more days of begging and poverty. But you're going to have victory in Jesus. Amen? You're going to have victory in Jesus. Right? Let's have the roar of the Lion of tribe of Judah in your life every day. You know, the word Judah means worship and praise to God. As you worship and praise to God... You know, it's an act of faith. It's an act of faith. You can pray, but as you take the time uh, you have, meanwhile, just worship Jesus every day. Just have his role in your life. When you have his role, everything, what you're facing, will be suppressed, will be diminished, because you have the line of the tribe of Judah roaring on behalf of you. Amen? Amen. One last scripture for the night. Then you're welcome to go home. One last scripture for the night. Let's go to Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5. Let's read a few scriptures here. Revelation chapter 5, starting from verse 6. Revelation 5, verse 6. By the way, you know, uh, you guys... Our church church supports us. And I want to share this with you. You know, one of the things we're we're doing, you know, our church is doing Harvest Festival here. here, But, uh, you know, we're going to be in Cairo at the same time. And we're doing a tent revival in Cairo on on October 30 and 31st. And uh, I encourage you to pray for us. You know, we went and scouted the land last Sunday. And the pastors there were excited us for us to come. And uh, we're going there. And uh, we need uh, your, your, your prayers of faith. Amen. Your prayers of faith. That's what we need. So anyway, let's read uh, Revelation chapter 5, starting from verse 6. And I saw between the throne with four living creatures and the elders a lamb standing as if slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And Jesus came and took the book of the right hand of God who sat on the throne. Verse 8, when Jesus had taken the book, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each one holding a harp and a golden bowl full of incense. Notice this, which are the prayers of saints. Your prayers. When you pray a prayer of faith, it's being heard in heaven. Remember that. When you continue to stand in the gap and pray with thanksgiving, your prayers are heard in heaven. Amen? Remember that. Don't get discouraged. But we need to pray with thanksgiving. We need to pray with authority in Jesus. We need to pray with the prayer of faith, like Caleb saying, you know what, God, I'm ready. I'm 85, I'm ready. I'm ready, right? That's how we need to pray. But anyway, verse 9, the Bible says, and they sang a new song saying, worthy are you to take the book and to break its seals, for you are slain and purchased for God with your blood, men from every nation, 
and tongue and people and nation. Amen? Verse 10 is what he, uh, I want you to pay attention. And you, Dakota, you, Faith, and you, uh, Tony and Nikki, you made to be a kingdom, a priest to our God, and they will reign upon the earth. 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 Let me read that in Amplified Classic. And you have made them. Jesus has made a kingdom, royal race, and a priest to our God, and they shall reign as kings over the earth. Dennis will reign as, as, as king over the earth. Because Jesus purchased her by his blood. Jesus made her as a priest unto Holy Father. And Jesus made her out of a royal race. And he made her to be a kingdom on this earth. And the Bible says you can reign as king on this earth. Amen. Amen? That's all we need to live. That's all we need to pray. That's all we need to have that attitude. When you go to workplace, you're reigning as a king, as a daughter of God. When you open the bills, you're reigning because your God is merciful and he's just and he supplies all your needs according to his riches and glory. Not according to your checkbook, not according to what you make, but according to his riches, God is going to supply every need you have. Every need you have. Because you need to have this mindset that you reign as a king. You reign as a queen. Because Jesus has purchased you by his blood so that you can be a priest unto God. You can be a son and a daughter of God. You can be reigning as a king and a queen no matter what kind of day you have, what kind of uh, news you hear or who went home with the Lord. You can reign in Jesus because Jesus has purchased you by his blood. Amen? The blood runs thousand miles and when the blood of Jesus is proclaimed, the enemy runs. Sickness runs, defeat runs, depression runs, unforgiveness runs, lack runs because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to close here. And I need you to close your eyes. And I need you to talk to Jesus tonight. As I said, the secret, one of the secrets of Caleb, the Bible says he lived his life holy, fully pleasing God. And I wanted to check your heart. Are you living right with God? Are you fully pleasing Jesus in your life? Or do you need to make some adjustments? And come to Jesus tonight. And live that consecrated life to Jesus. And if you are one, raise up your hand tonight. I'm going to pray for you. Raise up your hand and say, Preacher, I need to live a fully consecrated life to Jesus. Even the ones on the live stream. Say that, you know what, I need to fully come back to him. I need to live my life consecrated so that it's not a game. It's not a plaything. I need to check your heart tonight. Number two, if you are struggling with something, dealing with something, I want you to come forward. I'm going to lay hands on you. So that you can have days of heaven upon this earth. You're dealing with something in your mind, in your body, in your family, in your marriage, whatever it is. God can set you free. God can set you free. And I'm going to lay hands on you. 
and God will restore things for you. God will restore things for you. In Jesus' name. Amen? God will restore things. So, I encourage you. I encourage you, you know, just uh, j- let, let God minister to you tonight. You heard from Jesus tonight. I'm the mouthpiece, but you heard from Jesus. That you can have victory. You can reign in life as a king and a queen. Because Jesus bought you by his blood. And Jesus is going to sustain you as you cast everything upon him. Amen? As you cast everything upon him. And, uh, and I don't know who, what, what is your name, but uh, the one in the black t-shirt here, I wanted to come forward. I wanted to come forward. And I wanted to obey Jesus tonight. Obey Jesus tonight. Let Jesus minister to you tonight. In Jesus' name, the reminding of you, close your eyes and stretch your hand upon them, towards them, and pray that God is ministering to them. Father, by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, I thank you. I thank you. I am your servant. I am your evangelist of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as I lay hands on your people, I thank you. I thank you that by the blood of Jesus Christ, I thank you that they will be refreshed. They will be restored. And things will be straightened up. And they will be healed. And they will be set free. And they're going to have breakthroughs. Because of your healing power in my right hand. I thank you. I thank you for it. In Jesus name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you Father. Be blessed in Jesus name. Be blessed in Jesus name. I rebuke the strongholds to be broken. I speak the life of God over you. As you consecrate yourself, it's going to be a new day and a new way and a new flow in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be blessed in Jesus' name. By the blood of Jesus Christ, you are made a priest unto God. Walk in that authority in Jesus' name and be healed. Be healed and restored. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be free and restored in Jesus' name. By the blood of Jesus Christ, be free. Whatever you need, receive from Jesus tonight. He is your shepherd and you shall not lack anything. Be healed, mother. Be healed in Jesus' name. I bind those nagging things to stop. From your life, from your mind, from your body, be restored, be free. Let your family line run for Jesus. By his blood, by his blood, your prayers are being answered in heaven right now. As you fight a good fight of faith, be healed in Jesus' name. Be healed, be restored. And be fortified by the blood of Jesus Christ. The power of God's might is your strength. Father, I speak your strength and your might in her inner man. By the blood of Jesus Christ. That she is sustained as a mother. As a grandmother. She is sustained. As your daughter, she is sustained on this earth. And days of heaven upon you. And I rebuke those things to stop from you. By the blood of Jesus Christ. Be free. Be free. In Jesus name. Father, thank you. You have a plan for him. And I thank you that he will walk in that plan. That I thank you that he will consecrate himself to you fully. Devoted himself to you. 
that he can be a warrior for you. In Jesus, in Jesus, be free. Be free. And the power of God's might working in you. And God is going to use you as you draw close to him. Thank you, God, refreshing him by the blood of Jesus Christ with Holy Spirit help. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Let's worship Jesus tonight. Jesus, we thank you. Jesus, we praise you. Jesus, you are our Lord. Jesus, you are our healer. Jesus, you are our sustainer. Jesus, you are our good shepherd and our baptizer in the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your goodness, your power flowing in everybody who stood here in the line. Jesus, I thank you that your power is flowing in their mind, in their soul, in their body, in their family. Uh, Whatever they're dealing with, your power is putting a stop. As they're faithful to say, the power of God is working in them. And God is sustaining them. And Father God, I thank you for blessing everybody here. That as they fully walk with you, they're going to have days of heaven upon this earth. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. This church will have days of heaven. And because of your prayers... This city will have days of heaven. Because of Pastor Cody. And his faith. You're going to experience. You're going to experience. The joy of the Lord. That shepherd. Grace to extend. And cover you. By the blood of Jesus Christ. Because you have a true shepherd. We have a true shepherd. Jesus is our chief shepherd. But we have a shepherd in this house. And even though he's away at the moment. You can still believe God. That you can receive from Jesus. Through your pastor. As you walk with Jesus every day. Days of heaven. Are going to happen. When you walk in victory. When you rehearse. What the Bible says about you. And Father I thank you. I praise you. 